Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Building with Bailey, a podcast. Today, I wanted to kind of give a brief, I don't know, just like have a brief conversation about some of the things I've been feeling lately. In my first episode, I promised that this would be more of a real-time update, um, sharing with you different things I've been learning about life and myself. And I feel like it would be really timely to actually cover a topic that I've been wrestling with over the last 10 weeks of the semester, which is like doing something for me and completely for me, but also at the same time feeling like I don't have the capability of succeeding the imposter syndrome that they call it that has really sunk in and, and settled and rattled me paired with this inability to do the things that I used to just do to, to get by, which was plan ahead. Um, 2020, that's probably, I guess, the first place I'll start. But 2020 has been one of those those years that Basically, if you're someone like me who can like catastrophize, that's what my friends have called it. They're like, you catastrophize. But I I do. And if you're someone like me who does that, and then all of a sudden, all of those things that you used to catastrophize about, that you're used to being like, oh, that's extreme. Well, then those start coming true all of the time. You kind of panic and you're like, oh, okay. So, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But I guess... I just, I sit here and I'm trying to record and make sense of all of this. So bear with me, but I have struggled this entire year with the fact that I cannot any longer plan ahead. And when I mean plan ahead, I mean map out a trajectory and then build and work towards accomplishing that trajectory because the variables that are up in the air in 2020 for so many of us are really important, crucial things. Like it, it's no longer, well, maybe if I get the finances, I'll be able to take this trip next year. It's more like, how do you plan for a semester or, you know, to even complete a semester when you don't even know, like, what the modalities could look like for education next year in January. You don't know what the world is going to look like in January. And you have no idea, you know, even if you're going to be able to travel home for the holidays, for example, too. Like all of these things that I used to find comfort in, the planning, the preparation, 2020 has like absolutely gutted that. And while that's just a small thing in the grand scheme of 2020. It's been something I've wrestled with. And I say all this because if you followed my journey at all, or you know anything about me, you know that I'm in my PhD program, my first semester, which everyone tells me is the hardest. So I was like, oh, good. I'm glad I'm doing that in a pandemic and like Zoom University. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm in this program and for the last few years of my life, this was the goal. Like this was the ultimate culmination of all of what I was building towards. Like this was it. And now I'm here, which gets me to another tangential thing as well. But I'm here now. 
And of course, my brain has been like, Bailey, we must plan for the next thing after this. And if you talked to me like six months ago, no, it's probably more like eight months ago now because I can't tell time. Yeah, eight months ago. Anyway, if you talked to me eight months ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, I want to get my PhD and become a professor full time and stay in school forever and ever and ever and never leave because I love being a student and learning and researching and the institution and blah, blah, blah. And now I find myself with the realization that, A, I knew the job market was trash before I even applied for my PhD. My advisor sat down with me and talked to me through all of the uh, intricacies and the realities that one faces when they enter an academic job market for a tenure track position. So I knew all that, but then COVID happened. And then all of a sudden now universities are like hiring freezes and economic turmoil and all the fun things, you know, that we're all dealing with. So now, and even being in the institution in this way, I've had many days lately where it's just been like, what What do I want to do after this? Like, I, I enjoy teaching, but this semester honestly has really sucked because I'm not trained to be an online educator. So I've had to, you know, overcome that and like how to implement pedagogy in the classroom that's online with these little Zoom boxes. And most, most of them don't have their cameras on. And I didn't want to enforce that because of a, a variety of reasons. But I guess I'm just sitting here and I'm like, what am I building towards? Like, wh- what is this? I'm going to get a PhD, right? Like that's, I guess, the goal. Like you stick it out for four years, do the whole dissertation, well, pass your comps, do the whole dissertation, and then, and then what? And I am so stuck on the and then what? And I hate it. And it's really awful just because there are so many things up in the air. And I keep telling myself that you have four years ahead of you. And there's so many opportunities and people that you're going to meet. And you can't possibly know for sure what that's going to look like. And it's okay to not have a plan. But I am someone who loves having a plan. And to kind of backtrack a little bit more, when I was in high school, um, I was homeschooled. And so I would sit in my bedroom and like do all of my school and stuff, not in my pajamas all the time. You have no idea how many questions I got about that growing up. I'm like, oh, you just sit and you do school in your pajamas. And I'm like, really? Anyway, I did sometimes, but I just remember staring at my wall and my mom had made this little eighth grade graduation diploma thingy. And so I had that framed above my desk. And then I was looking at it and I was like, I can't wait to add my high school diploma. And so that was me. Like I was always that kid that was planning and planning and planning. But the details of my plans, like what were I, what was I going to major in? Where was I going to go to college? Those took a while to kind of emerge. But I just always was dreaming about when I would get to college because for some reason in my mind, I had this idea of college as being a way to figure out where I was going to go next. And that would become so clear and my life would suddenly be so simple and easy once I got out of high school and being homeschooled and all of that. 
<laughs> again, Bailey, like, what were you thinking, you small child? But that's what I thought. And so then I get to undergrad and I declared communication right away as my major, fully intending to change because, you know, that that doesn't sound smart to people. And, you know, like who who's like, what's my trajectory? Like, what am I going to do with a communication degree? And the answer to that question I learned was so much, like so many of the reasons why I chose the major were the same reasons why I felt in a way just definitely uh, confused and overwhelmed by it. The possibilities were so open that I desperately wanted a, a trajectory. And I started to think when I was, you know, in undergrad, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to law school. And so for two years of undergrad, that was going to be my next step. And that was my clear trajectory that I had been longing for all this time. So I had these plans. And I'm sure I'll get into it in a different episode. But I bombed the LSAT in a very bad way, like tanked so bad, in fact, that Kaplan, the study course I had used that summer, reimbursed me my money because they said a score that low should never happen for people who go through their program. So I was like, I'm going to go cry for about 30 years. Um, But basically, when that whole plan fell apart for me, I again had this moment of panic because Bailey Troutman likes to plan and I like to plan ahead and I like to build towards something. And my sister said that I'm, she's like, you're a builder. And I was like, am I though? Have you seen me with a hammer? Because nothing is ever uh, straight on the wall. Like it is crooked and I prefer command strips truthfully. And even those are crooked, but she's like, no, like you're always building towards something. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Then moving forward, I find myself in grad school somehow. And I'm in communication still. And I was in my master's program at Clemson, which was communication technology and society after getting denied from Purdue University. So tumultuous journey that it was, I found comfort when I got to Clemson and knowing that I was going to get to make a choice. And truthfully, I had been working towards getting into a PhD program because, again, that was my choice of trajectory. That was what I was building towards. So I stacked my CV, my resume with as much as you possibly could do. I thankfully got the chance to do research and get published a few times. The con to all of that was really what it did to me as a person as myself. And a lot of that was really, really tough, struggling, like depletion of who I was. So I had to recover from that. But then you throw in the pandemic and the way that my time at Clemson ended and having to choose a PhD program without having visited and like all of these other things, right? These were all uh, roadblocks and hurdles I had to jump over and drive through essentially to get where I am today, but I was still building towards something. So I felt comfortable in a small way. I was like, okay, we still have a plan. But then now I'm 10 weeks into my program here and I'm all of a sudden finding myself resorting back to the things I've been doing since I was a child, which is asking the question of what am I building towards? What am I doing with my life? 
On the outside and the exterior, I've had a lot of people tell me that they think that I have everything figured out, that I'm so put together, blah, blah, blah. And in some ways, yeah, I feel like I do have an idea of what I don't want in life. And that drives me in ways. And again, I like to build towards stuff. I like having plans. I like, I love achievements. Honestly, awards are like candy to me. I just, I want all of them. I want all of it. I don't know why I'm wired this way. But again, that's another thing. I just, I have been since I was little. I love winning. But the thing is, all of it's temporary. And once I get something or I get somewhere, I sit there and I'm like, okay, well, what's next? And I realized when I was in my master's program, especially that I was in a dangerous position of being one of those people who mapped out their lives to the point of, you know, always building towards something, always winning, always achieving, blah, blah, blah. And again, I wasn't always winning and always achieving. There were definite times where it was like complete failure and like major flop, a massive belly flop TBH. But I still realized I was like, you are dangerously at risk of being one of those people who just lives their lives in this checklist-ish style that I love without actually spending time in the moment because you're constantly so forward-looking that you're just going through the motions of whatever it is you need to do to get where you need to go next. And then once you get there, you feel high for a few seconds, maybe even a few hours, and then you're completely back to square one. What are you going to do next? What's my next thing? What's the next thing? You know, the other aspect of all this too is I'm in a PhD program now and the field of people that I'm surrounded by every single day are absolutely outstanding. Like, I I don't want to pretend that I'm the smartest person ever because I'm absolutely not. In fact, I just feel like I work really hard sometimes and that's why I get places, but And then also acknowledging my own privilege and positionality in the world, too, as a white person who came from a family who, you know, even though I didn't have a ton of resources, I was able to get support and I wouldn't be where I am today without them. So, you know, realizing all of that, I still I'm like, I I did really well in the places where I was. And it, again, has taken me a while to get to the point of even saying that and acknowledging that about myself, but I did. I did everything I possibly could have done. I worked really, really hard and that was by design. I planned it that way. I took opportunities. I said yes to things. I stacked my resumes in certain ways. I wanted to do that stuff because I wanted to end up somewhere. It was part of the building and the plan. But then all of a sudden now, I'm faced with the reality of people every single day who did very similar things with their lives. They are the top. They're the best. They came from their programs that are outstanding, and they had massive successes there. And like the big fish in the small pond and the however that metaphor goes, I suddenly was now a little fish very big pond with lots of big fish in it. And that's where I am right now. It's week 10, like I said. And 
I've just been really in turmoil mentally for quite a quite a while. Like actually I consider the hardest part of everything aside from the mountain of reading that I have to do every week, but I get to do every week because again, there's a lot of great things that I get to do when I do this. But aside from that stress and the, the, the stresses of, you know, engaging in a seminar space, I've also just been grappling with like, who am I? I got to a point one week where, and thankfully I've been able to, to go get counseling services and everything remotely, which has been lovely for me um, through the university. But like, I, I've just, I was like, what, what is even good about you, Bailey? Like, what, what, who are you? Why are you doing this to yourself? What's, what are you going to do after this though? And I don't know if anyone listening to this has been able to relate to that at all this year. Maybe you haven't, maybe you feel really secure and you love what you're doing with your job, even with the conditions as they are, or you're a new undergraduate student and you're trying to finish out or you're just starting and you're, you know, you're just, you're just living your life and you're like, what, what am I even going to do after this? I feel like maybe this is a question that a lot of us are also feeling. And I don't have an answer for you, unfortunately. I don't know. There's no linear path to success. And oftentimes you're going to have to spend a lot of time of your life doing the things that you don't enjoy to figure out the things that you do enjoy. And the core thing here for me has just been like, Bailey, you have to stop this idea of needing that next step right now when you're clearly just 10 weeks into a four-year marathon. Like, what, what am I doing? You know, like, why... Why am I doing this? At the same time, though, there has to be this equal balance, like asking myself these questions and wrestling with this unsettling feeling of anxiousness towards a future that I cannot plan for or understand on so many more levels than I, you know, had previously has actually pushed me to really to stop and think for a second, just what am I doing here? And my goals right now should not be focused on getting either an academic or an industry job. It can be, how can I position myself after I graduate to be suitable for either market to the extent that that's possible? Uh, like, what are the little things that I do have control over? What are the decisions that I've made that have led me to where I am why did I make those choices? Like what, what brought me here? Reflecting on why, that's a question I've like asked since I was little too, probably much to my mom's despair actually, because it's probably really annoying. I was like, why, 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 why is this way, why? Um, but I'm inquisitive and I love asking questions and thinking introspectively, like I've, I've said on my blog and I'll say it on, my, on the podcast too, I love introspection. So all of this to say, the only thing that I have control over right now is waking up each day, which again, I may not even have complete control over that. We can get into that whole discussion. You know, you never know how short life is going to be. But when I do wake up in the morning, I have control over what I can get done that day. 
And in the end, we all just live our lives one day at a time, whether we realize that or not. And some days are great. Like some days I'm out hiking here and I'm just at true peace. I have become one with nature until I have to climb down the mountain. I love climbing up mountains, actually, I've figured out, which is probably an excellent metaphor to describe how I even address, you know, needing that next step. I love climbing up mountains and getting to the top. I love it. I hate going down mountains because I have no control and I I have no balance, it feels like, even though I'm a golfer and like you need to have balance for that. But I all of a sudden on a mountain, I can't climb down without looking like a wobbly toddler. And it's embarrassing. But again, it's just because I have no experience with it. So like, what do I expect, right? But life is full of of mountains to, to kind of continue with this metaphor, the highs and the lows. And I love getting to the top of mountains I love the journey getting to the top of mountains more actually than the top. I find that I soak in the views for a few minutes and then I'm like, okay, what's next? Which, oh my God, now that I'm saying all this out loud, this is exactly why I have been struggling for the last 10 weeks because I'm sitting here I'm now at the very bottom, just getting ready to start climbing really, just maybe even starting to take a few steps. And I haven't quite seen the peak yet. Like I, I don't see the top of the mountain. I just am, I was excited and energetic to get to to this valley uh, to start walking up. But now I'm already like thinking about well, what's on the other side of the mountain after after I get to the top? Like what's at the top? What's on the other side? Those aren't questions I should be asking myself really. And I don't know if this applies to you in your life where you're at at all, but the only thing that we really can do, again, like I said, is just we have to take it one day at a time. And 2020 has really taught me that lesson hard, but it's a lesson I needed so desperately because, like I said, I was really good at going through the motions to get where I wanted without actually realizing and remembering that every single moment and every second and every minute and every hour of my life is, is quickly flying by. And I've got to make sure that I'm also taking care of myself, being in the moment, like taking time to take breaks and to stop. I've, I've already been making really good habits of doing that this semester, which I'm really proud of myself for. But I, I still was in this place of just anguish because I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do next? So maybe instead of asking, what am I going to do next? I need to keep reminding myself of what do I need to do today? And while it's okay that I think about these things, like I said, again, this is really positive sometimes and it's important and you should have a balance between being in the moment and thinking ahead. I've been really off balanced for a while. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. But I challenge any of you listening, you know, stop maybe for a minute today and really ask yourself some questions. Maybe pull out a pad, like a notebook and take some notes, but check in with yourself. Um, write out what you like about yourself. 
Like, what are some things that you really love about yourself? Write out what you're doing with your life right now. Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for someone else? Because if you're doing it for someone else, why? And sometimes there's good reason, like you have children or, you know, you've got other, you know, factors at play there. But if you're just solely doing something with your career for someone else, what are you doing? Or maybe you're like me and you're freaking out. Like, be real with yourself. Write down, what are your fears right now? What are you feeling right now? Why are you feeling that way? What is it? Like, push into those feelings, you know? Really take some time and push into those things. And then also, I like to ask myself this question too, which has guided me in so many different times. But what am I going to regret most not doing? What are the opportunities that I have in front of me or that I want to have in front of me? And what am I going to regret most not doing, not choosing? I don't know. Again, I don't have all the answers. I am still on this journey just like everyone else. I'm in a PhD program, which a lot of people are like, you know, on the outside looking in are like, oh my God, that must mean you're just brilliant and you got your life together, blah, blah, blah. On the contrary, I feel like a disaster half the time. And I'm like, why did they even choose me to be here? Because everyone is exceptional except me. So I'm, I'm battling with my own things too. But I hope that through introspection, through taking some time to really be intentional about the precious fleeting gift of time that we have, not knowing how long it will be for, we can really start to maybe undo the process of this meet goals, meet targets type thinking. There's a lot more to life than that. And I'm learning it one day at a time. And I hope that maybe you don't feel so alone now knowing this about me, but also that we remember to take that time, to take time for ourselves, to also take time to understand what's going on in our lives, not pushing it aside or just scrolling mindlessly online on social media apps or in your phone, but really just taking a few moments for you today, asking yourself some questions that maybe you've needed to ask for a while, recognizing that it's okay to struggle and it's okay to not be okay, asking for help if you need it, you know, getting the, the courage to be vulnerable. These are really tough things. These are really big asks, but I'm trying to do more of this to be intentional with my own life. And I hope that maybe you can too. So that's all I have for you today for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the next one. I guess I'll talk to you on the next one. I'll talk to you on the next one. Uh -huh.